Welcome to the Reemerge as the Authentic You podcast with Kathleen T. Lindsay. It's a time to agree with God on who He says you really are. Join us each week on all your favorite streaming platforms as Kathleen partners with God to re-image what you never imagined and re-emerge as the authentic you. Let's listen in now. Hi! Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. I don't know when you're going to listen to this amazing podcast. This is Kathleen T. Lindsay with Reemerge as the Authentic You. I'm here this evening. It's evening when I'm, I'm, I'm broadcasting this, but I just want to introduce my amazing guest tonight. Uh, she is a sweetheart. And, and sometimes when you listen to the heart of God, you just can hear when he's speaking. You can hear when he's revealing a dear sister or a dear brother or an angel unaware. So she is that in my life. I have just recently met her. She comes from cross the nation from where I am, and I'm not going to uh, spend a lot of time on myself, but I just want to welcome Harmony. Now, you help me. I don't want to butcher your name. Please help me with your last name, Harmony. We welcome you to my podcast. Thank you so much, Kathleen. My last name is Klingenmeyer, said just like it's spelled. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I can't mess that up. Harmony Klingenmeyer, we thank you for your time. We thank you for coming here today. And and I'm just going to start off by letting you just share how amazing God is in you, as well as how much God means to you. Tell us a little bit about Harmony. Well, my story is a powerful one, and it uh, comes down to the journey that God has taken me on, a prophetic journey, a journey where he walked me out of the orphan spirit and into sonship. And that that is, it's my testimony that God is healing the orphan. He's doing it in adults. He's doing it in those of us who even, even myself, who I had very loving parents, but it was a disconnect for me because of a perceived rejection that I had. And God, there were a lot of behaviors that came out of that perceived rejection. And God came in and brought restoration and healing to my heart. And because of that, I am passing on, replicating that healing in the lives of children and also in the adults that I have the pleasure of being connected to as well. But my husband and I are specifically called to the Z generation. Wow. You know, you already, you already confirmed, my dear sister, why I am to talk to you. You already touched somewhere in my heart. And part of my story, as you know a little bit about me, my story is that I was also uh, filled with the just, just, just focusing on the rejection and abandonment issues because my mother gave me up for adoption when I was just a little over two months old. 
And so when you started to speak and you have such a, a warming, welcoming spirit to your voice, and I just thank God for that, Harmony. It's it's like so refreshing. And, and many of us did not have the experience of having good parents, as you, as you put it. Um, we have parents that did the best they could or uh, because of their own backgrounds, their own trauma yes. and abandonment and rejection. It took a long time for me to get to this place. So it's so refreshing to speak with someone who has walked through that. Would you like to share a little bit more with the audience uh, what that journey looked like? Because you said you prefaced it with such a beautiful, positive statement. But then you also said that, however, you walked in a lot of the spirit of rejection and abandonment. So help walk us through that childhood uh, journey with you a little bit to better understand who harmony, the authentic harmony is. Absolutely. So I was born to a courageous, powerful woman of God named Michelle. She's my mom. And uh, she was married to my biological father, who was very abusive and unfaithful to her. And so at five months, five months old, we left uh, California. Actually, I was born in California and we moved to northern Minnesota to be near my grandparents, my my mother's parents. And um and we we started a journey at that time. I was very small, but even uh, even though I was unaware of it, I was not cognizant of it. I had already received the seeds of rejection and abandonment. Wow! Um, I, even I, at that young age, wow! You know, there there's there's um, actually there's interactions that we have in the womb with the mother wow. who carries us and there's supernatural spiritual things that happen to us in the womb that are really important and um it, they're indicators of of both the the glory the goodness that will manifest in our life and also the strategies of darkness and mm. and god is god is really in the in the business of going back to the womb and healing and restoring people who have had um i myself have walked through healing where i had encounters with god he took me back to the womb and he showed me what the Trinity was doing um, in those moments. He revealed his heart to me and that brought great healing. But uh, it also made me aware of some um, paradigms that I received while in the womb about myself. And and so um, I've walked through that process. And so even though I was I was born to a powerful, God loving um, a mother who really rescued me and my older sister from an abusive marriage and an, yeah. un, an unfit father, I still carried those wounds of rejection and abandonment yeah. because yeah. as as children, you know, we're very egocentrical. We think everything is about us <laughs> and, and it really isn't. But we think it is. Yeah. And so. As a child, I had this idea, oh, my my dad isn't a part of my life. There must be something wrong with me. Wrong with me. There it is. And, <laughs> Come on, and, let's talk about it, Harmony. Do you sound like uh, we're sisters for real? <laughs> Not just in the body of Christ, but sisters for real in understanding that type of uh, weight that we carry and in, 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 in the things that we have to be without our understanding when we're little we have to carry all that and and we bring it into adulthood 
And, and yet, so, yeah. And yet, God was strategically orchestrating the moments of my life to bring about my restoration. Wow. You know, when when my mom courageously left an abusive and unfaithful husband, mm-hmm. she took me back to two amazing, spirit-filled, powerful people, my mm-hmm. grandfather and my grandmother, who were okay. teachers and prophets oh. and and filled oh. with the Holy Spirit. And so God, God began the restoration process by planting me in my grandparents' home. And wow. My grandparents and my mom, they began to feed into me identity and belonging, but there was still a great woundedness because because of the lack of a father. And then God, again, supernaturally. See, we can we can focus on darkness. There's there was lots of darkness. There was lots of Mm -hmm. Of brokenness. Right. But the truth is there's a supernatural story that each one of us is carrying. And we're Mm -hmm. all we're in the midst of a bunch of spiritual covert operations. God. That is so so, that's such a cool way to put it. I haven't heard it put quite like that, but that is, that is amazing. Um, similarly, I had um, all these years, I just recently uh, learned of who my parents were in, in the last few years. And, and unfortunately, um, a mother who was also Caucasian and just um, had me at 20 years old, but I'm mixed race. So it was, you know, culturally, I had that dynamic. And then I had the, the, the orphan heart, the orphan spirit. And oh my goodness, thanks be to God for that revelation that all of that stuff was just sent from darkness. It wasn't sent from our God. He loved me from the moment I was conceived, even though Mm-hmm. We were all conceived and born in sin and shaped in iniquity. God still had a plan. And when you were talking, it started. I started thinking about that revelation of Jeremiah is one of my um, aligned with my calling the most. I, that's how I train uh, my ministers. of like, which uh, prophetic voice or wherever in the scripture do you most identify with? And Jeremiah was it. And it was like the revelation of what you said in the womb. Could you talk to me a little bit more about that? Because I've always known that since I've been mature enough to understand spiritual things that all of this plan and purpose and destiny was already there before I was even formed. But you took it to another level, Harmony, when you started talking about what that produced in your life and the strategies and plans of God. That yes. was so good. <laughs> well, the uh, the amazing thing is, and there 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 tends to be a little bit of a focus on on. Um, on darkness sometimes like we've got to deal with all this brokenness we've got to deal with all this but what i have learned is that when the voice of the lord speaks it is to reveal himself one time uh, the lord was showing me how even as he was speaking to me uh, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail but i feel the holy spirit (laughs) on it um 
even as the, even as he was speaking to me, I was interpreting what he had to say to me through shame. I had a vision. Uh, I was standing on a hillside and there was a hole in the ground. It was a great big hole. And I looked down into it and it looked so dark and scary in this hole. And mm-hmm. Jesus walked up next to me and he 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 had this big rope and he started it was hanging down into this hole. Mm-hmm. And he started pulling, pulling on this rope. And it was this massive wrapped, you know, old fashioned mm-hmm. rope. Mm-hmm. And I was really, I all of a sudden I felt nervous because something inside of me knew that the hole was me. There was something wow. about the hole. I knew it was me. And I was like, ooh, what is, what is, what is God going to expose in me? I was mm-hmm. worried. I was really concerned. Okay. And, over th- over about three days, I kept stepping into this open vision. Anytime I would pray in the spirit, and so but the third day, I got the courage. Uh, two things happened to me along the way. First of all, I I um I kind of acquiesced. I said, "Okay, well, it is Jesus. I trust him. Whatever it is, he's pulling up. It's okay." So I kind mm-hmm. of yielded. But mm-hmm. then the Holy Spirit said, "Well, why don't you ask him?" Why don't you ask him? And I was I was thinking to myself, well, well, of course, why didn't I ask him? I should ask him. So I, turn, I turn to Jesus and I say, Jesus, what what's at the end of that rope? You know, and he he's just smiling. He doesn't say anything. But as he's pulling, all of a sudden, this wall begins to spring up around the hole. And then mm-hmm. this, this beautiful wooden arch appears over the top of this wall and then all of a sudden the the rope it's hanging down into well that's not a hole in the ground that's a well well. that that is amazing (laughs) and the lord i'm like oh all right now i'm not afraid anymore right i'm not afraid because i i know what wells hold I know what wells hold. So yeah. Jesus is pulling and, and you know, Jesus is strong. He's been pulling for three days. So it's deep down in that well and he pulls up and it's this old fashioned, you know, those apple buckets with the, with the slats and the, obviously apple buckets have slats. So that means that they don't hold water, but, okay. but this thing was holding the, and I looked, it was holding a liquid. I look over and I look at, it's the most pure water. And I see my face reflected in the water. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus turned to me and he said, you know, Harmony, I only reveal the father. Mm, that's so good. And I, I, so good. I was kind of like in my heart, I was like, okay, explain more to me what you just said. Cause you, Jesus was setting me up. He's like, you thought I came here to reveal all your junk. I didn't come, I didn't come here to reveal all your junk. I came here to reveal the father. Mm. I spent my entire life on earth doing what? Revealing the father. Mm-hmm. I didn't come here to reveal your dirt. I came here to reveal the gold. Yes. And, and in that moment, he said to me, when I speak to you, you will no longer interpret my voice through shame. So a lot of times we are actually afraid of the prophetic because we are worried that God is going to expose our junk. But God didn't come to expose our junk. He came to expose himself within us. That is so good. Thank you, Harmony, for sharing that. Did you have something else? Yes. That's real good. 
that takes me back to my womb experience, right? Because mm-hmm. when we, we can be focused on on the fact that we were, you know, created in iniquity, born in sin, those types of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is, there is supernatural blessing and generational gifting that mm-hmm. is passed down through our parents to us. And God wants to redeem the family mm-hmm. line. Yes. He, he intends to restore the family in the Garden of Eden. He didn't create. He didn't create the church. He created the family. Yes, he did. Yes, so, he did. So he wants to restore that. And so when I went back in the womb, when I was in prayer and I went back to the, that moment of conception, mm-hmm. I was worried that I would see much darkness. But you know mm-hmm. what I saw? I'll, I'll just I'll tell you a couple of things I saw in the womb. I saw a tree. A huge, uh, fully grown uh, oak tree spread out, and the you could see underneath the ground, and you could see the roots, and it was just, it was the most gloriously beautiful tree. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw a woman, and she danced, and she had this ribbon, and she was dancing in the presence of the Lord. She was dancing, mm-hmm. and I saw the Trinity, and I mm-hmm. saw my I saw my mother. And she wow. was she was fully dressed in battle armor and her hair was blowing in the wind and she was carrying this massive sword and behind her stood row upon row of warriors. And the Lord said, these are these are your gener- this is your generational line. These are the warriors who have been in your generational line. And at the moment, excuse me, at the moment of conception, she put this massive broad sword in my hand. Wow. And, and so passed the baton, so to speak. Yes, exactly. And so the idea that God is going to know what he really wants to do is expose his intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he wants to release what he originally intended within us. And that's what he's done as he's healed me of the orphan spirit. And well, it, it's not just for me. Well, Harmony, I'm just so blessed to have you on Reemerge as the Authentic You. And I just want to get, let's go a little bit further with your story because that is just the beginning, audience. That is just her uh, roots and her beginning. We haven't even touched on the amazing ministry that has been birthed out of your story. Mm -hmm. Let's get started. I want to honor you. I want to just tell God how much I appreciate who you are. Because as, again, as a healed, thanks be to God, adult adoptee, my heart was just drawn to your uh, ministry, what you're doing out in the Oregon area, which is on the other side of the, the country, but God's kingdom is coming forth. His family unit is, a, is, is cohesiveness and oneness. All of that is coming about because of people like you. Mm. And I'm just touched because one of the things I want you to just share, tell us a little bit more about how uh, your ministry was birthed after you got that revelation that you don't walk in shame. You are, you do not carry an orphan heart. You do not live in that world that the enemy desired for you to live in. Mm. Tell us about how your 
blessing so many children in your area. I'm just excited for you to share this. This is going to be great. Thank you. Well, it really starts with my own father. So I told you that God chose a daddy for me. He did. He did a really good job, too. God is really good at that. <laughs> and he picked this this amazing man for me who took a, a little girl full of wounds and adopted me. Oh. And 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 I found out later in life that my father was also in foster care. My The daddy oh. that God gave me that adopted me, he was also in foster care. So wow. we had what one thing that was passed on to me was a love for the orphan. And I saw this demonstrated by my father who gave me his name, who, who he didn't have to be a father. He chose to be a father. Yes. We talk about that a lot. We talk about how fatherhood is, is not who you sire. There it is. It's not there about the, the donation of, of genetics. Come on, come on. <laughs> the, the fatherhood is a donation, but it's yeah. a donation of identity. It is so fathers raise up sons. Yes. And and my father taught me how to be a son. Yes. And because of that, because of that amazing encounter that I had with the man that God chose for me, not the one that nature chose for me, but the That's one that right. was handpicked for me. That is so good. Such a beautiful perspective, Harmony. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And so so what that did within me was produce a desire. A, a burning desire to pass on this same identity to other people. Mm-hmm. And, and for many years of my life, it was hindered by my, by my brokenness. Just to be honest, it took many years, took a decade for me to, to really step into healing. But once I did, then really began to see the unfolding of God's plan. I, mm-hmm. I, um, I, when I married Scott, God told me that Scott was called to be a father to a generation of fatherless sons. So Mm. he he released this word, this prophetic word to me about my future husband. And of course I had no, I had no knowledge at that point that we wouldn't be able to have children naturally, Mm -hmm. but God released vision. He released a greater purpose. And that is to take in the orphans to parent a whole generation, not just the ones that we would give birth to. Wow. And so over time, God began to reveal to us that that calling was to foster care. Mm. And so um, we have parented 17 children out of the foster care system. Victory, victory. Yes. 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 Um, Harmony, before you uh, move forward, I do want our audience to get clarity because you are a beautiful woman of God. Everyone may not be as astute in uh, biblical principles, and you said that he raised you to be a son. Help our audience, (laughs) because I understood it, I got it, but I don't want any of my audience saying, what, what, what? (laughs) Who's this Kathleen got on our show? (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Clarify that that's scriptural, but a little bit more definition to that so people understand that you are a wholehearted woman of God and you understand that you're a female. That's a good point. In the world we live in, there's a lot of confusion. So I love, mm-hmm. Kathleen, how you're going after confusion and asking me to bring clarity. The scripture is a, a book that breaks confusion. So the more time you spend in the scripture, the more clarity that brings to your thinking. Yeah. The, yeah. Medita- the meditation of my heart is upon the scripture. Yes, I'm a woman of 
uh, you know, I'm, I, I have an X, XY chromosome and, yeah. uh, or, excuse me, XX, excuse me, men's are, men are XY. But I'm, a, I'm fully a woman, but the scripture teaches a supernatural principle, a principle that supersedes um, a male and female or a, a Jew and Gentile. There's a supernatural spiritual principle that that says that we are all both men and women. We are the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it also yeah. says that we are all sons of the living God. Yes. Both these things are spiritual uh, truths that they don't they don't in any way negate from my gender or the fact that I was born a woman. Um, God reveals my nature as a son. The word son really is just about it's it's a Hebrew concept. It's a Jewish concept. It's about belonging. It's about mm-hmm. authority. And it's identity. about inheritance. Yes, yes. So, inheritance, identity. That's awesome. All the all the blessings of the father were passed from father to son. That's right. That's and right. so when, when we step into Christ, because he is the son, we all become sons. Well, that's a spiritual principle. It doesn't in any go. way take away from my my gender. Absolutely, Harmony. That that is that is very good. And so, go ahead with this, uh, helping us understand how you got to the point that you have fostered seventeen children. That alone, I wish I had one of those uh, audience live audience that we could just say, "Praise the Lord! Thank God!" for you because that indeed is is no easy feat and and for your story to be uh one that it is that you are able to you and your husband yes. are able to share unconditional love to a net to a generation mm-hmm. that is all encompassing and yes. most of us do not have um, that type of blessed story to mm-hmm. say that we had adoptive parents or foster parents. Those who were, those of us were not reared by our natural parents. I think it is amazing, and it you are amazing, Harmony. You're just like what Jesus called us to be, and it's just so beautiful to see and be a part of that. Tell me, no, tell me more. This is like okay, so uh, you you don't have seventeen kids in your house today, right? No. So we have had the great privilege of um, adopting three sons who who have our last name now. They're Klingenmeyers forever. Uh, but we have children who come into our home. It's like identity boot camp. We we train them. What does a family? What was a family? originally intended to look like what did god intend when he created man and woman in the garden of eden our heart and of course we we're not perfect in any way we are totally dependent on the holy spirit and we we, we're we're giving our all and giving our best but we're not perfect Mm -hmm. um our heart is to reveal to children what family was intended to be and to create an environment in which they can discover identity, purpose, and sonship. And um, we really do focus. 
I love that harmony. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I felt the breath of God on that. Wow. And, and, and you know what I want to say about, it's important that I say this before we end. This calling to minister to the orphan, this is a really a biblical command. Mm-hmm. It isn't just for the few gifted or the few anointed or the few chosen ministering to the orphan James 1 26 says pure religion and undefiled before the father is to visit orphans and widows in their need and to keep oneself unspotted from the world and many people say to me oh I just I could never do what you do well Mm -hmm. I I come to tell you that the same God who empowers you to be faithful to your spouse, who empowers you to be, to love your enemies, mm-hmm. who empowers you to pray yeah. for those who despitefully use you, yeah. can empower you to minister to the orphans. And he will, if yeah. we will but give our yes. Yeah. So this calling, it, it might look a little different than, than what we do. It could yeah. look there's so many ways that you can minister to orphans. You can, for example, uh, make donations of funds yeah. to to um, to DHS. You can make donations of clothing to your local CPS, depending on where you live in the country. It's either called DHS or CPS, which is mm-hmm. Child Protective Services. Mm-hmm. You can you can provide respite care for a foster family by by babysitting for free. That you, is so good. I never thought about things like that. That is so true. Exactly. So there's and there's also a really a really amazing way you can become a CASA member. A CASA is a court appointed child advocate. And okay. they it's a it's a volunteer program for my friends who are living in Oregon. It's something that we have here in Oregon. And I'm not sure if they have it in other states, but yeah. CASA is another way that you can volunteer. So there's or God might be asking you, and I'm speaking directly to people who are watching this video right now. Yes. God might be moving your heart. You might feel the, the, the being cut to the quick. You know, when Holy Spirit deeply yes. convicts us. Yes. And, and it can be a little bit like, oh, that hurts a little bit. But the truth is, if we'll just lean in to the conviction, mm. the joy and the grace to obey will be present. I'm asking you to prayerfully consider what you can do to minister yes. to an orphan. Yes, that is so good. That is so good and so true. And and um, so I just, I, before we move on, I, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about, but just, just to know that there are women and men of God, like you and your husband, that take it to the next level and not sit back and say, yeah, I hear you, Lord. I hear the scripture. I read the scripture. And uh, I just want to encourage our audience also to just really listen with your heart and understand this powerful woman of God's testimony and what that means to so many children. She just lives in one region. She cannot she cannot have a foster and adopt all the kids that need this type of love. And oh my goodness, the purpose 
the purpose bringing out purpose and identity is what my heart just ignited something in my spirit it just quickened me because you're not just loving them you're not just feeding them and giving them nice hugs and and clothing them oh my goodness harmony you are taking um caring for the orphans to another dimension in his spirit and i'm just honored that i'm getting this opportunity to learn more about your ministry i did have a couple of more things i did want to talk about but we're running out of time i tell you time goes fast when when the holy spirit is just breathing on something uh that's so um important how do you help you said that you also um not just youth that you're called to but 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 you're focused on the youth and the family building a family culture in the kingdom what do you do in addition to that uh, uh, what type of other ministries are you a part of that help adults um discover their identity understand who papa is in their life talk to us a little bit more about your extended uh ministry assignments beyond uh your beautiful household well i am a leader at my church garden valley church in roseburg oregon and i am the uh, director of children's ministry there and part of my job is to to mentor parents to pour into parents and help parents um, of course Get why, why, why wouldn't you? You're the perfect person to oh, do that. Thank you. To, to, in order to uh, see this generation restored, we really need to minister to the people who minister to children. So mm-hmm. my focus um, is to pastor the hearts of my team, uh, mm-hmm. teachers and volunteers who are pouring into children on a weekly basis, and mm-hmm. also to mentor and pastor parents to lead them into healing for themselves and also to to um to teach them skills to to give them a path a one two three how do we improve the environments of our home so that children are stepping into identity god breathed prophetic identity in the home because the truth is what we do on a sunday morning it's just like um it's like an emergency room Okay, so you don't go to an emergency room for yearly checkups. You make an appointment with your PCP, or you should be anyway. (laughs) We hope so. Yes, we do. God has provided us with um, uh, the intelligence, with the with the mind, to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Well, the same is true spiritually. So the church is not meant to be the place where we get fed. The church is an emergency room for the greatest need. Wow. And and so my hope, my prayer, my declaration is that parents would be the PCP in their children's lives, that they would disciple their children in the things of God and that we would break the lie because many parents believe a lie that they are not qualified to teach their children the scripture. And so I'm going after that lie as a leader. 
You are anointed. I speak right to parents who are listening to me. You are anointed to lead your children. Fathers, you are anointed to teach your children the scripture. You are anointed, fathers and mothers, to teach your children to pray. You are anointed to teach your children to hear the voice of the Lord and to prophesy over their own lives and over others. And if you need skills, that's when the body of Christ should be stepping in and pouring into parents the skills they need. So that's my that's my focus is to pastor parents. How do we learn more? How do we do you have uh, curriculum? Do you have um, anything that we can take because we don't all live uh, in Oregon (laughs) um, that our audience can take with us to potentially share this type of love and purposeful pastoring parents. I mean, that is such a, that is from God. That is from heaven's throne. Um, Tell us how we can get involved if we don't live or or be prayerful about bringing those sorts of uh, ministries to our own churches and ministries in our own regions. Yes. Well, I have a book that I published last year called Hear Their Voices, A Portrait of an American Foster Family. And this book is available on Amazon. It's also available on my website, which is heartheirvoices.net. And I'm I'm also, uh, I am a regular uh, article writer for christianparenting.org. So you can go on their website and read articles by me. Um, And you can also read my blog, which is on my website, um, Mm heartheirvoices.net. I also... I teach and preach regionally at my church and also at other churches and online. I do teachings. So you can connect with me through social media, Harmony M. Klingenmeyer, um, if you're looking for me on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, you can get a lot of encouraging teachings through my Facebook, through social media as well. Well, that is wonderful. I I tell you, I believe that there is more that we could share uh, beyond uh, beyond this this moment. But um, just just so thankful for you, and just want to speak blessings over you and all of the children that you are impacting. All of the parents, I say that there there will be abundance. I just I just prophesy that there will be an abundance um, in this new era that you're moving into. What's going on in the earth? I just thank you, Lord, for for angels uh, encamped about her ministry, encamped about all those families that you have anointed her to culture and to be a part of what they're doing, and. Um, God, just just bring the just just send the rain. I just I just I just speak forth the rain, just just the rain, the Holy Spirit just raining down on all these children. I just see prophets being raised up out of your ministry. I see prophetic voices. These kids are gonna be so solid and flat footed in who they are in their sonship in the body of Christ that they are going to just transform 
transform regions. They're going to go into the nations all because of the anointing that's upon your life, dear sister. And I just thank you, Lord, for her husband. I thank you for what you're doing in their life, God, that the, no more twain, one flesh, God, that, that you're taking that to another dimension and they're going to get even more uh, more closer if there's such a thing. If they're going to get um just the spiritual bond between them as well as their uh, natural uh, love for each other. God is just gonna just transcend time. It's gonna transcend that community right now in the name of Jesus. I just see it just expanding. It's just expanding. Harmony, you're gonna take this teaching and this is gonna go, this is getting ready to explode. It's getting ready to so many other there. I just, I just prophesy that there are other women and men of God that are called to this same level of love, not just unconditional. Yes, unconditional is, is, is a no-brainer, but God is taking it beyond just the unconditional love to purpose-driven love and identity, bringing forth the manifestations of the Son of God, even in their youth, in Jesus' name. I thank you for it, Father in Jesus name. And I thank you all for joining us this, uh, whenever you're listening in to the, uh, re-emerge as the authentic you. Um, this broadcast has been blessed because you've been here, Harmony. And I just believe there are more conversations that we're going to have. And interestingly enough, um, I will be seeing, uh, coming out your way more, uh, often than I ever have in the near future. So I look forward to us connecting in the natural as well as staying connected in the spirit and seeing how our hearts, not just being knitted together, but how God is re-emerging this partnership and covenant relationship authentically um, as we individually and corporately in the body of Christ come together. So thank you for your time. I'm going to let you speak some last words to our audience and then we will we will uh, say good night. I just want to bless you, listener, with courage. Yeah. I want to bless you with grace to obey even when Holy Spirit asks you to do something that seems impossible, that you would feel an, an inundation of his empowering grace yeah. and that you would step out boldly to do what it might seem impossible. But if we don't rise up and do it, the job will be left undone. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? And so I call you out, brother and sister, and for the parents out there who are listening to this, who are working every day with children, I speak blessing and declare blessing over you in Jesus' name. I release over you the, a, a mother's blessing. You are called and anointed to lead your homes. You are called and anointed to uh, heal your children. You are called and anointed to break generational iniquities and you are called and anointed 
to release generational blessing, calling, gifting, and anointing in the name of Jesus. I blessed you with that, and I can't wait to come back. Miss Kathleen, thank you so much for having me. You Harmony, you are very welcome, and I have tremendously enjoyed our conversation, and I look forward to the next time that we can connect. Everyone have a great night. We are partnering with God on who he says that you were when he created you for remerge as the authentic authentic you. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening in today. Please like, follow, and subscribe to Kathleen T. Lindsay Ministries online on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And be sure to join Kathleen here each week as she partners with God to help you embrace who He says you are and reemerge as the authentic you.